Trust. Very important in a relationship. It's also very important in a clinical situation. Why is trust the most important thing in making a breakthrough with a client? And that's a very good question. Why is trust so important in any relationship, in a relationship, a love relationship with your, or with your kids or in therapy? Why is it so important? Well, I can tell you from my own perspective, if I were in therapy or in, I am in a love relationship, it allows me not to have to censor. It allows me to hear my own thoughts clearly, to discover myself, to feel visible with, in, in the case of romance, with my husband. And in therapy, it's the same thing. You can get to self-honesty. When you're honest with yourself, when you can let down your guard, you know, the, we all put up guards or things that we won't tell our parents or things that we wouldn't and shouldn't share with even maybe a best friend. When you're in therapy, though, you are with a loving partner, you want to get to core issues. You want to see what your hopes and dreams are to be able to talk about them openly without someone saying, oh, that's so stupid, you know, putting you down or or betraying you and telling your sister who you hate what your dreams are and she's just going to make fun of you. You know, when you don't have the trust, it's very painful. And so not only the positive emotions, but you want to get to the core of some yucky emotions. Maybe you're feeling really sad and in therapy you can let down your guard and really hear yourself explore what bothers you most. And of course, if you get to the real core and you're very sad and you're in therapy, you're going to cry. If you're feeling very angry, you're going to experience that. Not that you get angry at the therapist, but it will come out. And you need to be able to be in sync with yourself, in harmony with yourself. So that's a long way of saying that trust is is critical in all relationships. And the biggest relationship you have is the one with yourself. Can you trust yourself? And that trust has to be earned. You earn it with other people and you earn it with yourself. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner and this is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist. Uh, you can call with your questions. My number is toll-free 1-877-DRKENNER. You can also visit my website drkenner.com and I've written a book you can check out there. It's on romance. Uh, it's actually, I wrote it with Dr. Ed Locke, The Selfish Path to Romance. And that doesn't mean the mean, rotten way to romance. It means the self-esteem way to romance, the self-valuing way to romance, how to love with passion and reason. Here is a question that I received from Roger, and I think that uh, many of us can relate to this. I know that I certainly could. Um, Hi, Dr. Kenner. I don't feel confident about my myself. I am shy. Now, when I was a young kid, I was very shy. Back to back to Roger here. When I'm with others, I bend over backwards not to sound offensive. That ultimately turns me into a meek person. I want to be happy and confident, and I have no idea how to go about it. Please guide me. Regards, Roger. So, Roger, you want to first uh, t kind of take a microscope up to, or what do they call it, the magnifying glass, up to your family of origin, how you grew up. 
You're a meek person. What happened? When did you tell yourself it's not okay to speak my mind? Was it in the context of your parents where you just felt like if you spoke up, dad would say that's selfish or why are you saying that? Or you just have stupid ideas. Was it a put down from your brother? Maybe it was a brother or a sibling who just said, you're being mean wanting something for yourself. You or you hurt my feelings. You're always hurting my feelings. And you didn't want to do that. So you back off. Maybe it's from the culture. You know, we're taught in our culture, think of others first. Never hurt anybody else's per, uh, anybody else's feelings. Always monitor for their feelings. Even if you don't like them, put on that happy face. If you could see me now, I have that uh, grotesque fake smile. And grotesque is not that it looks grotesque, but we can all read fake smiles on people. Uh, the good person is a person who never hurts anyone's feelings. Oh man, if you have those ideas in your mind, guess who you are being incredibly rude to, really rude to and very offensive to. With all of our efforts to try to not be offensive to anyone else, we all end up being very offensive and very rude to one particular person, ourselves. And when you experience, or when any of us experience that, that robs us of being confident, of self-esteem, of being happy. There's no you or there's no me there if we're always trying to be a people pleaser. And how and you make yourself into a doormat and it's not the path to anyone's happiness it is the path to faked happiness and you can see it as i mentioned on the faces of many many different people so how do you turn that around it is a lifetime glorious goal to turn that around to start taking ownership of your own life to enjoy your life to be able to say what you feel among people I mean granted you don't have to gratuitously say you know your hair is very frizzy and I can't stand looking at you you know you don't just gratuitously go up but if somebody says to you uh, do you like this music and it's you say you know I'm not a fan you need to learn assertiveness skills. You need to be able to know how to express yourselves in ways that don't attack the other person, but let them know where you stand. And that takes what is called in in uh, psychology assertiveness skills. Not, I'm going to tell you a thing or two. You know, you're an idiot. You're a jerk. That's speaking my mind, but it's not doing it assertively. It's doing it aggressively with that finger pointing and squished face uh, attitude towards someone. So uh, the, the good news is that you're aware that you're, in quotes, meek or a people pleaser and you've already run the experiment. You don't enjoy that. And you can learn how to be more happy and confident, which is your goal. So... First, realize that this is a war on you. Anybody, any from any place in the culture, whether it's your family, whether it's friends, whether it's watching a commercial, whether it's from religion, whether it's from school, that tells you that you are not important, that your goal is to sacrifice, to serve others. Be tuned into that. Because it is not true. This is your only life. You want to enjoy it. You want to milk it. You want to pursue your own goals without stepping on anyone else and without letting the, um, letting them step on you. And then you can, as I mentioned, 
learn assertiveness skills, and also study people that you admi- whom you admire. So if you see somebody who can hold their own but isn't a mean person, they're, but they're honest, they say what they mean, they seem happy, they seem confident, see what... See, Use them as role models. And if you don't have anybody in your immediate life um, who is like that, you can certainly um, you can certainly read books. I know my life turned around when I read Atlas Shrugged and the Fountainhead by Ayn Rand and her nonfiction book, The Virtue of Selfishness. So I, of course, will highly recommend those books. And those are on my website, drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com. And if you want a more psychology-related book, the others are phenomenal, really life-changing. There's also, but this book is just a short, simple book that may jumpstart you. It's called 10 Simple Solutions to Shyness, How to Overcome Shyness, Social Anxiety, and Fear of Public Speaking. This will help you with the how-to, the skills, the tips. However, this will do you no good. This book will do you no good if you don't have the conviction that it's your life and you own it and you have every moral right to it. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on The Rational Basis of Happiness. It's been great being with you. Uh, Check out my website, drkenner.com, and the book I wrote with Dr. Ed Locke, The Selfish Path to Romance. dreams are made of things. Who am 